Welcome to another exciting edition of Pitch a Movie Podcast. My name is Peter Bune. I'm Sean King. I am Will Pintarich. And today on a brand new episode, we have guest Mr. Hamilton. What does Mr. Hamilton Mr. Hamilton do, Sean? He, uh, well, it's Alexander Hamilton, but he prefers the name Hamilton. So mm-hmm. let's get that out of the way. And he is a uh, variety show right. uh, producer, host. Mm-hmm. He is a uh, a performer a painter, a sculptor, an artist, and he is also a host of Horror Hound Television on YouTube. We're going to be talking about that in this episode. Also, we're going to be pitching what, Will? We are pitching a movie called Meet the Slashers. What the hell is that? Well, it's a combination, because that's the new thing that Hollywood's going to be doing. It's a new trend. It's the new trend. It's going to be taking movies that you know and love and merging them and creating completely new content that is the basis of the same movies that they're merging together. New in quotes. New in quotes. So um, if you've never listened to the show before, we we don't have this pre-planned. It's all on the spot. And you'll hear how we do it in episode 73 with Mr. Hamilton. Also, before we go, we start the show, I just want to encourage people to check out our YouTube channel. And, uh, oh, we're also going to L.A. soon, right? Hopefully. Yeah. Well, we, hope, we hope Sean's coming, but yeah. he, he seems to like, you know, but he's we're got be some going sort to... of Pizzagate job in Connecticut. <laughs> we're going to be going to L.A. to podcast, so uh, listen for those upcoming episodes. And but... those should be kind of Halloween-y episodes. No? Hopefully, yeah. Okay. This this one is pretty Halloween-y with Mr. Hamilton. I think we've entered into the Halloween zone now. Yeah, yeah get in the zone. And this is Meet the Slashers. Yeah. Enjoy. So, and here is the theme song. You cut your hair. Why'd you cut your hair? Because the shit was like, when you get older, Will, the hair like fucking like just goes weird places and stuff and you know i, I mean like i'm 30 and i have i have hair grown in weird places no not weird places but it you just overnight. what it happens overnight yeah no one day you know because it's like uh, when i was like will's what you're 30 you're gonna be 31 yeah what when i was your age i had like fucking 10 options of what to do with your hair and then when i was like fucking 39 or 38 actually before that the hair started to go, and now you have like one option with your fucking hair. So wait, you had hair up until when? Like you I, had? Well, I have hair, but it's thin as fuck. <laughs> uh, was so it always for, thin for as the, fuck for the listeners? No, it wasn't. No, before I met you, actually, the fuck, I had a beautiful full head of hair. Sean had long hair when we were in high school. Yeah. Long hair down to. Speaking of hair, we have one down of the most hair. famous facial hair faces oh, shit. on the planet. It's true. Our viewers can't see him, but we have Mr. Hamilton with us today on Pigeon Movie Podcast. Um, his mustache, he he was, uh, yeah, it's pretty famous. Famous? famous? His mustache famous. is famous. famous. Yeah. What's up? Sort What's of- up, Hamilton? Hamilton, so man. Much, how are you? We're going we're gonna to call him Hamilton. His name is Alexander Hamilton or Mr. Hamilton proper i've always called him all right hamilton yeah. all right ever since we met all those years ago you're all right hamilton <laughs> hamilton thanks thanks for uh thanks for skyping in man this is great i'm glad to be here lucky yeah where are you coming from yeah. um outside of st louis ah so sean was right why don't you go inside it's hot out <laughs> Just kidding. um but uh yeah hamilton does so many things 
and we met him before the mustache, but yeah. it was a weird, it was, this is no coincidence sure. when he suddenly grew a mustache and then there was a mustache craze that swept the fucking nation. Oh, but he had it years before everyone yeah, else. Yeah, and it's no coincidence. I, uh, I, had, I had the rockabilly hair when I, when I met you guys, and then all of a sudden the rockabilly craze swept. And then That's I had that that old man thing where I did one of a rockabilly comb over where the pompadour just goes over the, the little weak spot on top. Yes, right, right. <laughs> Talking about uh, and weird hair things. Yes, trendsetter. Now and we that, could add trendsetter to your many many uh, list of um, yeah, things right. you're known for. That's right. Yeah, trendsetter, uh, tastemaker. <laughs> I don't know. How does that mushroom must, mustache taste? We can't taste? all be Victor Salvo as, as a. <laughs> oh no! We're bringing him up. Oh no! Well, he's known for a couple things, right? <laughs> That's a big. Thing Jonathan now. Breck actually like said we should forgive him. The guy what? who plays the creeper. That's because he keeps getting jobs. You'd say the I, same thing. What? Right? I think it's the only job Jonathan. And yeah. I don't want to talk badly about Jonathan Breck in case he ever listens to this, but he and I always had a good rapport with each other. Oh, that's right. You hung out with him at a lot of conventions. He right? remembers me at every convention I go to. Hmm. And he met me when I was a little punk kid that had, like, giant Liberty Spikes. That's how he and I first met. This is the actor who plays the Creeper from Correct. Jeepers Creepers. Yep. Okay, right. Oh. And he's actually very, very nice. I, got, I feel bad because there's good people who work on those projects and... And then it just gets dirty, so. Well, you know, that's what his his little, his rant about, well, I wouldn't even say it's a rant. He had a very well-formulated opinion. Oh, I'm sorry, what happened? Is he a toucher? What happened? The Victor- director? Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, you didn't know this? No, On no. Cl- oh. Remember the movie Clown House? I've been reading about the guys uh, like Harry Knowles and touching touching ladies. No, and- this is worse. Well, not that that's good, but this is worse, right, Hamilton? I mean. I, I, I'd say it's worse. Yeah, I mean, it's because I. Because at least uh, in those situations, the ladies have, have could kick back. I mean, that's it's justifiable, and it's all bad. Yeah, but uh, but this is little kids. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, it was kids, dude. Oh, in, fuck in that it. movie Clown House, it was it was Sam oh. Rockwell and then two little kids. Right. Sam Rockwell touched one of them. One of them got no. Oh. No, no, one of the Sam Rockwell got touched. <laughs> oh no! No, he no. Didn't, no, he was okay because he was like older, I think. So he was like in the oh, same. No. He was in the. He was what a way to start the show. Yeah, Hamilton, <laughs> thanks for bringing it up. No, I was just trying to make a joke, and you guys got all... <laughs> We're so political on here on the Pigeon Movie Podcast. No, but... Only got on a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> you can only go up from here. No, but but Hamilton, like, uh, we did mention... Uh, Will did mention um, horror conventions. Mm-hmm. And you've been involved with something in the past two or three years? What is it, three years? With horror yeah, house? I've been working for Horror Hound pretty much since they started. It's been over ten years, but for the last last couple of years, we've been doing uh, interviews, and uh, they're they're going out slowly on the YouTube channel on Horror Hound TV. Uh, so if you go on YouTube, just look up Horror Hound TV, and we got a few up there, and they are editing and getting the rest of them up now. So uh, once once there's a, a good amount of content. Um, the full force of the magazine, the convention, we'll just push the hell out of that, and you can see everything. But we've done a lot of interviews. Um, Who have you interviewed that, so far? I've seen pictures, which got me really excited. Well, yeah, I, my, one of my favorites was uh, Fred Decker. Oh, my God, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Holy shit. And he was great. And um, then we also John Dugan. John Dugan came into the for grandpa from... Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's actually a buddy of mine now. He's, he's, he's a 
fun, fun guy. He should do this show with you if you if you ever want. I'll put you. <laughs> <in there>. No, <laughs> we're not desperate for uh, for people to come on the show. That's, and that's fucking amazing, man. Fred Deck. Yeah, for, uh, he, he came on. He came out with a green screen. The first thing he says, he goes, "I want porn behind me." He starts giving us a list of porn to put up. I'm like, yeah, we, we can't do it. Fred Decker comes in the next day. He sees a green screen. He goes, "Do not put porn behind." Me. <laughs> Fred Decker, Monster Squad. Yeah, Monster Squad, Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps. Yeah, RoboCop nice. Three. Awesome. Very cool. That's amazing, man. And these you can watch on the Horrorhound uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. The I don't think those two are up yet, but they they should be soon. Uh, we we have Tom Payne. Actually, Tom Payne was the funniest one. Um, from Walking I, Dead, I right? Met him a couple years ago, and we were drinking after the convention up in uh, the promoter's room, and just I, I have not seen any of his episodes. I, I literally just watched them last week. Oh, is this week Jesus? This yeah, is Jesus. Jesus from Walking Dead. Awesome. Yeah. And um, so we, I met him just hanging out, and uh, we had the the interview room set up near the celebrity green room, and. Uh, and there's like a private bathroom for the celebrities so that people don't harass them while they're trying to use the can. And uh, I was in that bathroom, and uh, I didn't hear Tom Payne coming behind me, but I, I was just, I thought I was alone. So I let out a nice little reedy little dry fart. <laughs> and it had started right when he was directly behind me. <laughs> farted on him. Literally farted on Thomas Payne. And, uh, <laughs> but that's that's like a love. That's like, like a love. So that's like a love letter from Hamilton, though. Right? Yeah, I think I've. Yeah, I think you farted. We've shared. We've shared a bed together. We've shared a bed together a few times, Hamilton. So, <laughs> yeah. I, you've probably farted on me, and I've probably farted on you. Probably. <laughs> like sleeping farts on the leg, like on the thigh, just like a boop. It's fine. Like a little warm. Keep it, yeah, keep <laughs> it, it nice and warm, warm as yeah. all. And the cold yeah. convention night. But there's interviews up there from last year, so people should check that out, right? Yeah, yeah. And there's okay. the, we, we just posted some, uh, I forget the most, oh, who did we get? Uh, I think the last one posted was, um, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, Ethan Embry. Oh, cool, man! He's great. Oh, okay. Ethan Embry. Yeah, he he came out with that. Mo- that's it's on Netflix now. Um, what's it called? It looks Devil's inc- Candy. Devil's Candy looks yeah, incredible. He's, he's having a good comeback. You know? Yeah, he went from like teen actor, can hardly wait, Empire Records, and now he's Dutch. like he's totally in the um. What's that? What's that other movie? Uh, with uh, Patrick. Oh, Cheap Thrills is great. Cheap Thrills yeah, is incredible. Yeah, awesome. I love Cheap yeah, Thrills. Cheap Thrills. It's really cool on, to uh, see his new his. I uh, saw some movie with him. I think it was him and John Senna. Or one of those wrestlers, mm-hmm. yeah, and he played brothers and bounty hunters. Oh, sweet! He got jacked, right? Ethan Embry's jacked. Yeah, oh now. yeah, he is. He's not the he same was kid. He, he was my favorite interview. Like, and uh, and I just interviewed Tom Savini, and he was also really good too. Oh, I can't wait and, to see all uh, of these. I love Tom Savini. Like, I, he's one of my favorite people, and and I, I've actually known him for a few years, and I really like the guy a lot. And I always felt that like he had an unfair. Uh, people always thought he was kind of a dick, which mm-hmm. I always felt unfair. And uh, during the interview, he brought that up and he addressed that. Oh, why wow. people thought he was a dick? And I and I was <laughs> I was I didn't want to bring it up because it's touchy, you know. Yeah. And uh, I, I remember with, with Tom Savini, I, it was so funny because this was in a this was in like I think you were there. This was a rock and shock uh, convention in, in Massachusetts. And Tom Savini was like a few tables away from Corey Haim when oh, yeah. Corey Haim was alive. Right. And he was just like, he was like, 
he was he was throwing um, fucking rubber bands at Corey Haim. <laughs> just like you know, springing him back and making him. And, and Corey Haim was sitting there like they were hitting him, and he was trying to ignore that it was happening. <laughs> Tom CBD was flinging the rubber. Yeah, and it seems like that's probably why he gets a bad rep, but he's probably really fun. It's why Corey Haim died. Oh no, Tom CBD's rubber banding. Will he's got a rubber band stuck in his throat. And, uh, <laughs> It was like one of the, one of those uh, ninja spots where you tap him and he dies later. <laughs> <laughs> like a, Tom Savini's a secret yeah. rubber ninja, rubber band ninja. A rubber ninja. Okay, so you got that going on. You got the Chump Change Variety Show. Tell us about that. That's a really cool event. That's uh, I, I used to do a lot of like the circus sideshow stuff, and and I and I've done, I did a lot of like burlesque stuff and promoting, and and it's all fun except it gets it gets boring. So I. I uh, just figured it'd be better to do a variety show and um, bring in whatever. And I want I wanted to expand just working with um, one particular type of performer. So I wanted to bring in if someone did spoken word or or played banjo or just did weird shit. I wanted them on the show. I, I describe it as the Muppet Show with more dick jokes. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and people as Muppets, I guess. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I've had puppeteers come in. I've had I've had people do sign language stuff. That was pretty cool. No, that's and, cool. Uh, yeah, and like a spoken word and music and everything. So it's it just kind of made it so I could do whatever, and um, and then traveled with it for a, for a bit. It's, it's it's modular, so it's kind of whoever shows up is who you get. So right. I'm able to like take it apart and put it together to fit whatever whatever bill or venue. And that was another thing that came back was like a sideshow and a variety right, show. Burlesque. So fucking, yeah, well, look at this guy. He's I'm just, just like when you say When you say that like it's hell? coming back, we're talking about our relationship with Hamilton goes back when we started the Gooligans 12 years ago. I'm like, really? 12 oh, yeah. years ago. Hamilton was one of the first friends we made at a convention. I can't remember what convention it was. It might have been in New Jersey. Um, I think it was at like a Vangoria convention. Vangoria. Was it the last Vango convention in Jersey with Chiller? No, we're talking about 2005. Right? Yeah. No, yeah, it was, no, it was 2006. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was 2006. It was the fall of 2006. Man, yeah, there's a lot of history. Uh, before we before we get into the pitching, I do want to bring up one of my favorite because, like, I do miss going to the conventions. I, I do miss seeing you. This is like I haven't t- I haven't spoken to you in quite a few years, Hamilton. So this is very exciting for me. I miss yeah. you, buddy. Um, but my favorite convention story ever. I'm going to tell a good one, not one of the dirty ones, because there are a lot of dirty okay. ones. <laughs> we already told, we told the one that we can't talk. Yeah, we're not going to talk about some of the dirty ones, but. The best one my, has to be Horror Hound S- Indianapolis? Indianapolis. Horror Hound Indianapolis, where uh, you got a hotel, and but you ended up with a suite. And, oh, yeah. Uh, we had made friends with Norman Reedus just as Walking Dead had started. So he oh, was yeah. still accessible, Reedus, and um, he was he, he was a Gooligans fan because he had a, his son was like 12 at the time, so we would give him Gooligans DVDs, and he was... He's like, he, he liked to hang out with us. Remember that time we asked him to be in Gooligans and he was like, yeah, yeah. and he never did it. <laughs> but he tweeted it. <laughs> but yeah, so um, so Hamilton, like after the show, it was, it was Saturday, it was like Saturday's party day. Hamilton's like, oh yeah, guys, come up to my suite, invite whoever you want. And we took it as the- Big like, mistake. Yeah, we were like, 
uh, whoever we want, you got it. So then we're walking through the entire floor and we're like, room 505, room 508, 408, 408. Cause yeah, we're with, um, Casey, uh, Casey Bond, uh, pretty poison and a whole bunch of our friends. And we run into like the boondock saints guys and we're like room 408. See you there. And, and Redis <laughs> was like, all right, yeah, I'll see you guys there. <laughs> we we show up we show up and it's like maybe you and like three other people at the time and you're like hey Gulligans come on in all of a sudden as the night goes on ev- the entire convention shows up in your suite that pretty was a much cool party and there's some oh, I think I, I left for a minute and I was like I'll be back and and uh, and I told the guys who were my troop like don't let the party go out of control I gotta go downstairs and do some shit I'll be back in like twenty thirty minutes mm-hmm. and I come back. And it's like people lining the hallways, and, and I felt like the parents. <laughs> like, Sorry, oh. dude. It was. Well, I think us telling Redis and then like Steve Johnson, uh, makeup artist Steve Johnson showed up. Uh, he, yeah. he created Slimer. He's a legend. And he wanted to hang out with us. He, he was obsessed with Sean's Void character. He loved Sean. But like that was one of the best parties I've ever been to. And like <laughs> it was an accidental party. It was an accidental party. That's why it's one of the. Well, it was, it was, uh, those guys, Nick Principe was also there, who was yes. Chromesmall. Right. And I, I, I mean, I, I don't get to talk to, to Rita's that often anymore because he is, like, a, the, the superstar, which is weird because I've, I've known him when he would have no lines, and now there's a five-hour wait just to shake his fucking yeah. hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember he used to walk around? Yeah, he used to walk around the convention like just Ooh. saying hi to everybody. Readers? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when we gave him DVD because there was no yeah. line at his table. He just walk around. You think he's still humble? You think he's still? I humble? think he probably. Still is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's always so humble. I mean, you got to feel bad for these guys because it's like he's he's not like an asshole. He's not an ego man. He's a he's a he's a sweet guy. He's a yeah. humble guy. But people don't leave him alone, so he yeah. can't really do anything anymore. It kind of sucks for him. Yeah, you can but imagine. Just, yeah, it just you're like it's trapped, totally ir- irritating. Because, well, I mean, especially when you you kind of get that much success that later in life, you can kind of have a perspective on it, probably mm-hmm. too. So, yeah. hmm. maybe maybe we pitch a movie about a guy who wasn't that great of a celebrity early on and <laughs> becomes famous. Well, and then the trappings of the world of of stardom. Well, Sean caused him to become. A werewolf. <laughs> it's always a werewolf. Now that you mention it, Will, uh, Hamilton, it's a great thing you're here, man. Thanks for Skyping in. Or we just kind of randomly called you on Skype. I think Pete sat on the laptop and just called you on accident. I actually like, hit a button. And it was I'm a like, butt dial. Yeah, Pete yeah. can fit that whole laptop in his back this pocket. Was, this was a butt <laughs> Skype. And we were like, shit, well, fucking Hamilton's here because this is great because here on the Pitch Movie Podcast, Pete, Will, and myself, we had a whole week to come up with a movie pitch for our boss, Mr. Hollywood. He gives us this great job. Of, of coming up with movie pitches for him every week and every week uh, we wait to the last minute and that last minute or the last hour is right now okay mm-hmm. guys we do it every week we'll just never learn uh, <laughs> what, what would happen what would happen if we just learned to do it right uh, <clears throat> well we wouldn't get into these these uh, situations yeah. where we get really cool guests on the show well, we, we would so, be doing it ourselves you happen to call me as I'm being pulled over and I'm just waiting for them to run my, my plates to take me to jail so <laughs> While I'm waiting to be arrested, we could do this pitch. Oh, perfect. Okay, oh. so you got you got a few free minutes. This is great. Hamilton okay. has several bodies in the car. <laughs> I was, yeah. That I explains was, the I was wondering, yeah. yeah. That explains the, the muscle, muffled screaming coming from the trunk area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, Hamilton, here's the deal. Uh, Did you say soup to nuts yet? Because I no, can't start. No, right now, it's okay. a good thing you're here because right now we have to go. Pete, Pete can't proceed without hearing the soup to nuts. Nope. 
<laughs> it's a really codependent but, but right relationship. Now, we got to come up with a whole movie pitch from top to bottom, from soup to nuts right now. And it's a great thing you hear because we got nothing. We've been doing this for a, a year and a half at least. Mm-hmm. How many episodes? 70, blah, 70 blah, blah. This is 73, right? 73 fucking um, random ideas that we've done. So now we're just kind of like sputtering. Yeah. The gas tank is... And it's a good thing you're here because you're a great creative mind. You make great art. You do you do painting. You do sculpting. You do all these things. And you, you, you're a performer. You're a host. You, you, bash, you bash cement blocks over your okay, penis. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. thinking... It's a true story. He does do that. Bernie meets Merchant Ivory. What was that? Oh, yeah? What? Weekend at Bernie meets Merchant Ivory. Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen Merchant Whatever. Ivory, so no. someone's got to have to give me the lowdown on that movie. Like like a Hugh, Hugh Grant is a corpse and uh, something it's like this. Is he dead? of the day or uh, what else they do? Uh, oh, so like, yeah. uh, like a prestige <laughs> type of movie? Yeah, yeah. You remember those fucking movies. Meets 80s schlock? meets well sean and i like were actually down, sean and i down were just we downton abbey we were just we were just <laughs> talking about this weren't we talking about this yesterday where like when the next the next trend in hollywood will no, will it won't be remakes and reboots oh, it'll be it taking is. two movies yes and merging them into one movie right yes. yeah because yeah you're, you're totally right because you posted that that uh that trailer for that home alone home invasion movie yep right I didn't see. They it. fucking you, even you see said that, it in the did trailer. You see that Hamilton? Yeah, no. it's it's like some kind of like it's kids who like it's like the strangers meets Home Alone. What's it called? I didn't see the Forgot. trailer. It's called the strangers meets Home Alone. <laughs> oh, that's a good title. Well, well, pretty, <laughs> Home Alone with strangers. Pretty soon they're gonna have to strange dumb it alone. Down. Strange alone. Pretty soon they're gonna have to dumb it down because once they run out of remakes <laughs> and references and old like properties, right. They're gonna have to do what Will said. They're gonna have to mash two ideas into one and make it so obvious that mm-hmm. you're just like that. You don't have to think about it. You well, just go. It used to. It used to be like with movie posters and movie trailers and uh, and shit like that. It'd be like from the producers yes. up or for the direct, and that used to <laughs> entice people but yeah. that doesn't mean shit anymore because no right. one cares because nobody wants to, to think about it yeah no one wants to think about it no one wants to think so the next logical step is to take two properties and merge them into one weekend at bernie's and remains of the day <laughs> well there's there's been that rumored yeah. uh mashup of uh men in black and 21 Jump no, Street. this is beyond that this yeah. is this, this isn't that we're talking about they're creating a movie in and of itself that isn't a reference to the two mo- two movie properties but in like, okay. like in creative only. Yeah, it's it's like like Happy Death Day. It's like you know you're taking Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Day mm-hmm. and uh, a slash Halloween play. or something. Yeah. Like. Mm. So they're they're making it so obvious now that it's that it's like the meatiest hook you can't resist. Mm. You know what I mean? I do want to see that really bad. Yeah, I want to see both of these fucking things. The so it, meet Jason meets the parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that but that yeah. is that cuz that is the only Oh my god, what if it, step. what if a slasher yeah had to meet the parents? What the <laughs> fuck happens with that? What if it was like Pat Bateman that's Patrick, like uh, like an American Pat Psych- Bateman who's Pat Patrick Bateman from from American Psycho. Like you know, he like he, you know, it'd be like one of those things where he like he meets he meets Reese Witherspoon and he falls in love and he's got to take her. Oh no. He's got to take her to meet the parents. And then he yeah, kills yeah, the, you know, but he fantasizes about <laughs> Wait, what? The parents are the slashers, or he's the slasher? Oh, that's a cool twist. Meet the slashers. Oh, yeah, maybe they yeah. are. What if it's what if a famous slasher falls in love, and he has, and the girl has to meet his friends who are also slashers? It's not parents. It's like you know when you start a relationship, you have to meet the the boyfriend's friends. What if it was like Get Out? Meet the slashers. Well, what if it was like Get Out, where like you know a girl took a boy to like this secluded farm where you're going to meet the family and. 
Uh-huh. And it turns out the family is, is a bunch of serial killers. And he's really there. The Texas Chainsaw kind of a family? I, I guess. I guess. If we're, I, I haven't seen this other movie that Hamilton mentioned. What What is it about? I, Weekend of Birdies, I know. What was the other one? Oh, uh, what? You just said Merchant Remains Ivory. Remains of the Day was like, it was like Emma Thompson and, and um, Anthony, uh, Hopkins. Sir, Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins, yeah. 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 Um, is that where he plays they were a black a guy? And a maid for hmm. rich people, and they were in love, and it was unrequited love, and then they basically died working in servitude. It was Downton yeah. Abbey. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was a love story. It was like, but it, but the like the Merchant Ivory movies he's talking about are like these kind of really prestigious fucking um, Merchant Ivory's is like a genre, like a production. They were a production company. team, yeah. yeah, and they kept make, cranking out in the eighties and nineties. They cranked out these like highly prestigious, like like Oscar a sense bait. sense and sensibility type. Yeah, uh, and they had the similar tropes. They you know had a Emma Thompson in it, or you had a Hugh Grant or a fucking Anthony Hopkins. You always had. That so I think that's a good basis, but whatever whatever this we've never movie, pitched that we've never pitched anything like that. Whatever this is, whatever this is going to be, can we call it literally remains of the day meets? meets oh, you want to be so able to take it to the most that's literal? Should be, should be the title. Yeah. The title is the pitch. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, because so, that's uh, the trend I'm not, now. I'm not angry at that. That's the trend now. So <laughs> I'm not saying I'm no kind, to that. I'm kind, I'm kind of liking this uh, this idea of meet the slashers like. I'm, I'm liking the idea of I don't know if the <laughs> can the can the family's last name be Slasher? Have, uh, Marky Mark has got to be in it. Marky Mark. Marky Mark, Mark oh, okay. is someone's boyfriend, and he's got to meet this girl's family. Dude, I, I, Mark Wahlberg from Fear. He would be <laughs> he would be a hilarious like slasher. Like if he was like a like a serial killer. Like what kind? Just like one like a serial killer that just is trying to not kill. <laughs> but he would be so good at that, you know. Sure. But, but also, like, the, he doesn't know that the family wants to work for the family business, but it really, they're slashers. And Woody Allen could be... Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, the dad? <laughs> Woody Allen's the dad? Yeah, and the killer. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. To see him, Woody Allen I'm, has a I'm fucking fighting, killer. I'm fighting not to do a Mark Wahlberg and Woody Allen <laughs> impression right now. Oh, that's an awesome dynamic, though. Those two guys together? Think about I that. wish Jay Friends was here because he could do both. So there's really an interesting. Well. Uh, have you you have, you guys have seen um, behind the uh, was it behind the mess of Rise of Leslie Vernon? You guys yeah, saw that? yeah that was cool. All right, yeah. so there was there's a little little thing we could learn in there about like that group of people that he runs into who are also slashers. Ooh, you don't yeah. remember that scene? I don't remember that part. What happened? Where, where they're having like a barbecue scene and the guy's that, training him to be a slasher. Thing? No, I don't remember. You that don't remember part. that? No, I I blocked that part out of my mind. Why? I don't know. God, Sean. I'm sorry. That's where he went. The movie's to, amazing. That's when you went to the bathroom. I, yeah, I got to see it again. I guess I it's a know. great fucking movie. But what he met like like a bunch of like fan slashers or something? Yeah, well, because in this in in the Leslie Vernon universe, Freddy Krueger's real and Jason Voorhees is real and like these were real slashers oh, right. yes, and yes. stuff. And then he, you know, Leslie Vernon runs into the person who was like trained him. Well, this is this is really funny because what Hamilton said is is like if it is would Mark Wahlberg be a slasher too? Because it'd be funny if everybody was a killer and they were all trying to hide it the whole time from each other. Oh, Ooh. I like that dynamic. Were they yeah. all trying to, and, yeah, yeah. and they all figured out because they're all trying to kill each other? No, I don't think they're is trying to it? kill each other, but I think they're trying to like you know they're, maybe they're cooking the meat or they're like hiding the bodies. They, they go they go on a camping trip. Oh together yeah, okay. The family cabin. Which happens to be like a Crystal Lake type place, <laughs> old summer camp. Oh. And they and they see like these, these young couples come in, like, oh, here comes my next victim, and then uh, and then they keep killing them before they can get to them. Like they plan out the murders, and before they can execute it, 
cousin Rob comes in and does it. Yes, yes, yes. And they're all trying to like, you know, quick before. Uh, and Wahlberg is getting frustrated. He's like, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to kill some people. <laughs> I'm just trying to kill. Wait, can, can he, can, can Mark Wahlberg not be a killer, but he's aware of what his girlfriend's family does and he's trying. Oh, he's the boyfriend. I like the fact that he's a killer too. And he's trying to like not kill well, this weekend. Oh, yeah. hold on. Well. How about we combine both ideas where he is the boyfriend, but because he's he's exposed to all these slashers, he becomes a yeah like 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 meet the parents where he has to learn to but he kills the whole family. Now. <laughs> well, no, because Ben Stiller doesn't fit in with the girlfriend's family, but he tries to fit in. Yeah, and that's that's where yeah. Wahlberg the Wahlberg dynamic where he's not a killer, but he when he learns that his girlfriend's family is a bunch of killers, then he starts killing. He has to try, but he's really bad at it. And Can Woody Allen, Woody Allen's the <laughs> Woody Allen's like the girlfriend's father. He's like, oh, you you just gotta try a little harder. And There's gotta be a montage scene where like. Like Mark Wahlberg's like trying on different costumes, one. and Woody Allen's just like, no. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's like the weekend at Bernie's aspect of it. There's a montage, so so we can have like a, like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre moment where they're at the table, and Woody Allen's got a mallet, and he's showing Mark Wahlberg yeah, how to yeah, like yeah. hit her over the head. Yeah. All right, Wes Anderson like directs grand- this movie. <laughs> oh my God, Wes Anderson's Meet the Slasher. No, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking this. <laughs> I think this dude. No, this is a Wes Anderson movie. All what? the fuck, dude. It absolutely is no. that awkwardness. I, I think like the guy who did Tucker and Dale would be perfect for this. He, he's like too this. on the nose. Yeah, you think so? You need some. Here's why you need someone like Wes Merchant Anderson. Ivory. We need Merchant Ivory. We need a Merchant Ivory director. <laughs> we need the wait. Uh, wait, director. how? Like, it's, who directed? Is this, uh, is this a, is this a serious day? movie? Like, are you going to take it like uh, on a serious note, or are we going to take it on like a dark comedy uh, kind of thing? Because if you go with Woody Allen, it's kind of like it's going to fall. Why isn't Woody Allen directing this? Because he he's too on the nose too. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I'm on the nose. But here, my, here, all right, here's here's my reason for Wes Anderson. Well, Woody Allen can't film it because he only films in New York City, and we don't uh, we don't want to pay those, those uh, right. You know those fees. Those... No, but it's exorbitant. If, fee, even even though our budget is eleventy billion dollars, oh, so the director oh, yeah. of Remains of the Day is James Ivory. Yeah, he so, was the like, director yeah. and. So he named this production company after him. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a partnership. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, they're like producer director team or something like that. Yeah. Understood. Was, I don't know understood. if that was a production company right. name or something, but I, I'm thinking Wes. Why Wes Anderson? Because it's quirky. Because it's so. No, because yeah, it's sure. quirky. It's quirky. Because mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna need that quirk, like this 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 uh, banquet scene that you want them to have, like at the at the, at the diner <laughs> like, dining room table. Like Wes you, I Anderson, see- then get rid of Woody Allen and bring in Goldblum. Oh, oh, he's actually oh, so much shit. better. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. What, actually, no. Leave Woody Allen, but he's the grandpa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, Jeff Goldblum's yeah, dad. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like fucking Father Sawyer. This sounds like this sounds like a like a kind of veiled remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like if somebody well, that's what we're trying of, to do. That's yeah? what we're trying to do, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know it was that literal. No, no, no. I mean, we're trying to do as we're far. Didn't as know it was that literal. Like, Don't no, want to call no, this. No. Some... What we're trying to do because we're trying to do a mashup without. Right? Uh yeah, we could do that. So it's so it's meet the parents meets um Texas, Texas Chainsaw Chains Massacre. Yeah, is that yeah, what we're calling I, I, it? I, I like I like this. And, yeah. and the tagline <laughs> is of course, um, and the movie's called Meet the Parents, meet the parents meets, meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then the tagline is part one. Yes, it's exactly that. <laughs> yes, <That's> the, what, <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna make the URL fit. <laughs> When we meet release the slasher it. Texas vacation. <laughs> no, yeah, see, maybe the... maybe we'll be less on the nose for Will, and we'll we'll mash up the titles together a little bit, and not be so literal. Wait, the only time you're supposed to be literal with these things, I think, is in the trailer spoofing. when you're yeah, and you're, you're okay, saying okay. if you loved this movie and you so, love that movie, you'll love this movie. A combination of those two movies, you might like this movie. So it wouldn't be funny to like actually literally that would be the title. No, it would be something. Meet something. Okay. Meet the chainsaw. 
No, I, Meet the Slashers is a really funny, like, because it's the Slasher family. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know if we want to get that broad or that kind of oh, you, goofy with it, do you we? You just said that you, you you were taking everything so literal before that the most goofy way to do it would no, be No, but you just literal. said you didn't want to do that. No, no but I'm if you call it Meet it. It, slasher, but then they can make it like the oh we're a French de- descent. It's slashé. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, and they could say that it's slashé. Meet the slashés. All right, okay. Oh, don't they do that in Meet the Parents? His name is like the artist silence. Gay Gaylord Fokker. Yeah, right. Yeah. Meet the Fockers. Right. So yeah, there is precedence for this. Yep. Okay. I can't. I can't believe we're taking notes from like Meet the Fockers. Believe it. Fokker. Ma- it's, it's a mashup, man. It's a mashup. Watched, uh, the Fockers or the Parents or any of those movies <laughs> all the way through. I've seen like bits and pieces of them. There was one time. There was one time where there was a trailer for Meet the Fockers, yep. and and um and we were at a convention again, mm-hmm. and it was looping on the TV, and it was the scene where fucking Robert De Niro has a fucking a Viagra hard on, mm-hmm. and Ben Stiller had to inject him in the dick with a fucking something. Yes. <laughs> just do it just do it fucker fucker and it was so fucking terrible and we felt so bad for Robert De Niro had to do this yeah and it just the more it played the more funnier it got and yes. we were just like why the fuck are we laughing at this fucking thing but it was imagine just, it was a hundred times over and over again fucker! Will, Will you're a little bit younger than us a lot younger than us uh, imagine Robert De Niro used he to be he used was. to have the prestige of a Daniel Day-Lewis I, I, now, are you, pick, are you trying to explain Robert De Niro no, this to is, me? No, no, this is for the audience. <laughs> you're looking at me when you're saying it. Um, this is uh, you're you're my conduit to the audience. <laughs> you are the 21 year old listeners that we that we have, the millions of. 20 so will will I'm trying to mash will and millenn- millennials. Will millennials? You millennials out there. Robert De Niro for our, for uh, Hamilton, Sean, and I. Robert De Niro was up there with the Daniel Day Lewis of today. Now, fast forward to Daniel Day Lewis in his seventies and getting an injection into his penis from Ben Stiller. That's what it's like to us. That's exactly the point, and that's why it was. It was we were laughing and crying at the same time. I think we need Daniel Day Lewis in this movie as well. Oh my god, as the crazy brother. I think we need a dick joke. Uh, you know, no, 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 no. Wes that, Anderson has never directed Daniel Day Lewis. True. Yeah. He's, he's never been there. But he's got to reprise his character from My Left Foot. Paralyzed in a fucking chair. It's going to be. Oh, no. He's going to try to kill someone with his left foot. He's only. just got one knife, like, yeah. cr- crunkled in his he's toes. Out, like, curly on the floor with a knife. Holy shit. All right, so we got it. So That's who, a good set piece. Who's the girl? Who's, who's playing the girl? And I guess her background is she moved away to go to university where she met. You know Mark Wahlberg's character, maybe. Sure. Who's a Wes Anderson girl? Who's a? He always has like Owen Wilson. Uh, it's a great yeah. girl. Let's use him. <laughs> uh, Jason Schwartzman, Bill Murray. The female cast. The, Does he always have the, a regular the, female? Other than Tilda Swinton, I don't think Tilda Swinton. She could be like the. She could be the matriarch of this family. Tilda I, Swinton. I can't think of like a younger actress. Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm. No. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten? Well, Kirsten? Kirsten. Which Sergoni. Sergoni. <laughs> well, we, we don't have to pick a regular. I mean, we can just kind of, you know, go with... Okay. Well, but, why but, don't we pick an unknown? <clears throat> okay. Someone who's, well, like, relatively... Uh, it's hard to do on the podcast. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Kind of is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's pick a random <laughs> unknown. You got to pick someone famous. Jessica because Jones. Wait, no, that's We it. can't... Uh, well, well, we have Jeff Goldblum as the dad, right? How about, no, is that, is how that about right? Kristen Ritter from th- Jessica Jones? <clears throat> I think 
I think Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum, Bloom, Blum should be the dad. Okay. Daniel Day Lewis should be the grandfather in the wheelchair. Right? Okay. Instead Wait, of like, getting rid of how about Woody uh, Allen? So putting Allen. him in makeup and stuff. Are we getting rid of Woody Allen? And it could, no, it could, be, it could be. It there? could be Uncle Jeff. <laughs> Uncle Day, <laughs> Uncle Day Lewis, Uncle Day Lewis. <laughs> like think, think of Daniel Day Lewis as like a, a, a chop top kind of character. Be the creepy neighbor. Oh yeah. The okay. Chops wood and like with his left foot. Oh yeah. How about he's yeah he's he's the witness to all of these crimes and he just oh, can't say he just and he can't because to... he's he's paralyzed except his left foot. <laughs> <laughs> so he has to left foot. Yeah. So he has to try to explain to. He's the got like a rear. It's like a rear window experience except. <laughs> Except you only see him in the background witnessing all these murders. He's just going, and he's trying to like make a phone call with his foot. Don't do this to Daniel Day Lewis. Don't <laughs> do just, this to we him. We just did. We Robert just De Niro did. got a fucking needle in his. Except there's a handicap tag in the rear window. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Robert De Niro got a fucking Viagra joke in the fucking. We're gonna. We're, 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 wouldn't Daniel Day Lewis work better as like a chop top kind of Listen, character? Listen, Jimmy Jimmy Stewart did rear window and that's one of his like most iconic performances i think daniel day lewis could totally pull off daniel day lewis should be like like the 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 red the red herring yes where you think he's the killer for a long time because he's creepy creepy. because he's he's, like watching the bikinis and like and he's got that great bean thing about him but he's not the killer at all he's actually a nice guy okay yeah he's trying to build up uh, a case. Is he trying to warn so, Mark yeah, Wahlberg? He's trying, to, he's trying to warn Mark Wahlberg. Maybe he's attracted to Mark Wal- Mark Wahlberg. Who's Mark Wahlberg worked with female wise a lot? Uh, who would, who who's has who has good chemistry with Mark Wahlberg to be the girlfriend? That's uh, a sachet. I, I love that movie, The Happening. Because Zoe, he wants Zoe edition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that movie too. It's fucking. I love the happening. I think you two are the only people I know. No, no, no. You're wrong. There was a big appreciation for that movie since it was kind of like dismissed. Hamilton, the smart people get it. Like Hamilton. Hamilton, why do you like the happening? It's fucking hilarious. I'm a huge fan of 1970s nature gone wrong films. Yeah. Okay, I get it. And this and that movie really captured that vibe. Like that movie was homage to those films. Like it was food of the gods for me. It was a great movie. Right, and, right. And and also like he just did a really good job. Yep, there you go. Yeah, see, I'm holding up a a, a, a box set of evil animals attack movies. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. And no, and and the scenes where the people when they first get the whiff of the of the tree juice and they start jumping off the buildings, that was amazing. Like it was an amazing movie. It was when I saw the trailer. When I saw the trailer and the people jumping off the buildings, I was like, I need to see this movie. That's that's the trailer hook that gets you every time. That kind of thing. Can I propose M Night Shyamalan's (laughs) Meet the Slashers? I think we're locked into Wes Anderson now. We are. Yeah. You know, the, the, the last like five weeks, you've been trying to put M, M. Night Shyamalan. Sh- should this be? Should he direct this as like, like in his usual style, like his, his kind oeuvre? of like his yeah. his oeuvre? Yeah, his like pop up book style. Yeah, I would love that. That'd be adorable. You think so? This, this should be this should be played that the way. Juxtaposition, like, and, uh, the juxtaposition, wide angles, the juxtaposition would be important. Like that, the seventies, sixties music. <laughs> yeah, everything. The, na- with the, the pastel colors. Well, and- <laughs> Think about the sets that he'd have, like the the, the the bone sets up like in the attic. Like Ooh. they would look beautiful. They'd be like these I, I think watching his like kill scenes would be cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like if he had a bunch of cool kill so scenes. So it's Zoe Deschanel, Mark Wahlberg. Ooh. From the happening. Yeah. yeah. So it's like 
we gotta have to get out of here. No, we're not trying to. Yeah, like Mark Wahlberg doing his like, no, he, do he it. So do his Mark. Fucking, I, I'm not gonna do it because we did it like a few weeks ago. But he's yeah. so fucking good in that movie. He's let so fucking, funny. Let me in the fucking house. He's the only one who knows that he's in like a ridiculous movie. Does he? Is yeah. he aware? I I hope there's no other excuse. I don't for think it. he was aware. He I don't think he was I, aware that the happening was what happening? it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do you explain that performance? It's you know. I, that's that's he has two ranges. Mark Wahlberg. I think it's him. The scene with the plastic tree. Oh my god! It's fucking genius. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's goddamn hilarious. Was he fighting a plastic like rubber tree? <laughs> no, he's or trying to like reason with the plant once they once they learn that the plant is ex- excreting some kind of like. Okay, you, know, you guys convinced me. I need I need to rewatch the happening. <laughs> and he's, what, with what different he, eyes. He tries to like reason with the the house plant, and then he realizes that <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. plastic. It's like it's a plastic. Oh plant. my god! <laughs> and it's. <laughs> Uh, like the humans are, are we're over expanding, overpopulating. So it's nature to get back at us. The trees release a pollen that yes. has like a like a pheromone or something in the pollen mm-hmm. that reacts with the with the human body, and uh, then you you have you kind of lose your inhibition, and then you want to kill yourself. It's what a and genius! So, what like if you're gonna save like millions of dollars in your budget, how genius is that? Because there's shots in that movie where it's just like there's wind blowing in trees. And then people they cut to their faces like, oh my god, we gotta run, and mm-hmm. it's fucking scary. It's mm-hmm. like you yeah. know, it's like genius. Like that's fucking like total Hitchcock shit. Well, I mean, they, <laughs> Batman's been using it for years with poison ivy, and uh, then, like you know, true, yeah. yes, yeah, it's that's not a, true. it's not an old thing, I guess. Yeah, uh, the happening. So where does this movie? Take? <laughs> does this this movie takes place at a summer camp? Because I think that's where Wes Anderson would like to. A summer well, camp? that's what Hamilton well, said. I think no, that's a good summer, idea. Yeah, because the Camp Crystal Lake. You got he's yeah. gonna go meet the slasher parents, and he goes to this camp. Wait, what are they do? What are the camp? parents doing at a summer camp? Though? Well, they live near it. It's not a summer camp. It's just a camp on a lake. It, okay, it, there's a summer camp near there. Mm-hmm. Um, where they get the body count. Body count. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They have a house on a lake there's, near a camp. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's a, cause you have a summer camp on a lake, but then you also have cabins around it also. So it kind of all is around the lake. Right. And it's kind of like, like meatballs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Which is where Bill Murray comes in because he, Bill Murray is in every Wes Anderson. Uh, Bill Murray okay. is the camp counselor. Yeah. Well, maybe he's like the caretaker of the of like the lake or something. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's doing his character for meatballs. <laughs> in in a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. So you're, so you're hybrid uh, mm. meatballs Bill Murray with like a Wes Anderson Bill Murray. Meet, 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 wait, wait. Oh. Meet the Slashers is spelled M E A T. Meet Balls the Slashers. <laughs> you know what? It's genius. Fuck you guys. Uh, I was gonna, having this, <laughs> it's going on the poster anyway. I was having this conversation uh, the other day, but I, I'm not a fan of Meatballs 1. Mm-hmm. You but, like 2 with the alien. Wait, the Bob Clark one? No, Did, wait, didn't Bob, Bob Clark, Clark didn't do that. Wait, no, what, did, was, what did he do? Uh, it was Harold Ramis did uh, Meatballs what? 1, right? Really? Yeah, I think so, right? Or was Ivan Reitman or Harold Ramis? I think might be Reitman. I no, was, yeah, but I mean, Pete's been checking shit on on his on his little interweb device. Yeah, no, you want me to check who your, directed uh, Meatballs? Ask Jeeves. <laughs> I think it was Hello Jeeves. I think it was Ivan Reitman. Actually, I'm gonna Bing it, guys. I'll Bing it. But uh, yeah, when you have a choice between Meatballs one and two, what the fuck is the the contest here? I mean. You Meatballs know? two has aliens in it. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Meatballs two? No, it's the best camp movie ever. It's Reitman. It is right. Okay. Yeah. So it was before it was before Meatballs. Oh, Bob Clark did Porky's. Yes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. But our story. Let's sorry. Get back. Let's get back on the rails. Yeah, sorry, going. on the rails, guys. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm sorry to deviate from that, but the Meatballs thing was important. Do we have to do the, the the full like 
through all three acts. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, so so no, we're just coming up with a concept. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we're, we have a concept. That's our first act. Yeah, we're, let's let's break it down. A Zoe little bit Deschanel more. brings Mark Wahlberg to the to camp. Me- They're living in New England. Meet the slash slashes. Meet the slashes. Yeah, her name is Zoe Slashe. <laughs> And they go to the lake house, which is surrounded by a lot of. Maybe it's not a camp. Maybe it's just kind of another, like a bunch of like smaller cabins around. And there's, okay. you know, you could have a camp near there, near there but they're yeah. just they're, they're going to the to the summer cabin that right. their parents and their family own. Okay, they I have the, which they go to. And they call it a cottage. They go to it every year. Can they, they be Canadian? Let's go to cottage. Can we throw a little uh, wicker man in here? At you know, at like Wicker what Man is scene. Mark Wahlberg going to be a sacrifice? No, 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 no. It's just something that they do to people. Like, Ooh, I, uh, I just think good. that'd be kind of cool. That's a good twist, though. I mean, what that make him a sacrifice? They, yeah, they could, they could be kind of like he's going there. The family wants to have him as a Wicker Man sacrifice. Right. He wants to join the family business. Yeah. Right. Right. He finds right. out that he's murdering, and even after he finds out he's murdering, he still is so in love with the, with a girl and he wants to please the parents that he's willing to kill yes and yes wait is, is he willing That's to not end. just kill but is he willing to even sacrifice himself well oh. let, let's let him sacrifice himself because he's so bad at killing the family kills him anyway <laughs> yeah, and, I, and the end scene would be Zoe Dish and I was like I'm really sorry it didn't work out Mark Wahlberg's like you're so right I tried no, no, I, I think <laughs> you know it was good. He should be a, he should be an awful fucking slasher. He he's gonna be terrible. Like he should like no, he well, should miss the jugular. He should like fucking like just try to chop off a head and like it doesn't just like work. Meet, just like the, meet the parents. Yes, he's yeah. got to have a dynamic with Goldblum. Yes. Every where yeah. Goldblum is like, you are the worst slasher I have ever Go, seen. Goldblum's got to do some <laughs> right. crazy scene where he's like, here, watch this. And then he just walks into the distance, and all of a sudden you hear people screaming he's everywhere. He's an amazing yeah. And he comes back with he- several heads. Yes, right, yeah. And, and, and Wahlberg can't even, like, sever a limb properly. Yeah, and he's just like, right. Uh, this, like, the chainsaw doesn't you, start. He's trying to chase girls. This is how can't. you cut off. Yeah, and then, like... <laughs> But like, I think I think Wahlberg should survive. Like Goldblum, like he gets simpatico with Wahlberg. So we have meet the meet the slashes too, or <laughs> yeah. or whatever Wahlberg's what, what's name. His family, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Goldblum has to meet so, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Nicholas Cage can come in and say, Nicholas Cage. No, Nicholas Cage is Wahlberg's dad. Yeah. Nicholas Cage is Wahlberg's dad. Well, we're already on the sequel right now. Like this is crazy. Uh, finish number I'm, one I'm first. Sure De Niro will say yes if you have enough money. Oh yes, we can get De-, De Niro. Yeah, fucking. Oh, so maybe, Mark, maybe, maybe Mark Wahlberg's family isn't just a mob, and they kill. Like they're a totally different type of killers. Oh, and, and the whole time, um, Daniel Day Lewis is kind of like putting all these pieces together as he's been doing for years from his <laughs> that wheelchair bound character is trying to. Put all these pieces together, right? Yes. Like, yes. literally almost. There's got to be a scene where Jeff Goldblum is, like, in the kitchen and they're cooking up, like, a person, like, they just killed. And he's got to, like, like he's got to be doing, like, this, like, because he's so tall. Michelle Pfeiffer's the wife. Oh, my God. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Because she was perfect. She was awesome in Mother. She was fucking great. Dude, I Mother need, was great. Yeah. I need to I see I fucking love that movie. It was a lot of fun, yeah. Um, but, like... There's got to be a scene where like they're about to like saute a human and stuff, and they're mm-hmm. everywhere. it's just got to have this weird like these the juxtaposition of like there's a corpse on the table and they're cutting into it. They're all mm. having a great conversation with each other. Are they worried that that uh, is Wahlberg in on the whole thing at this point? Well, at a already? certain point, he's got to yeah. figure it out. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. But he just loves Zoe so much that he's willing to. Well, yeah. He's like, I- I'll try to you know I'll try to do it if it's going to make everybody happy. Oh, <laughs> I have an act three. I have an act three. It wasn't an impression, by the way. I have an act three. <clears throat> so I guess we like so act one is let's get there. Yeah, he meets the there. he met he meets the parents. Yeah. Uh, right. Act two is him learning, 
And so, but I'm just, and act three, oh shit, I it, just lost my train of thought. No, dude, come on. Uh, okay, get it again, because. No, keep talking, I lost my train of thought. Well, it was it was the final act, just. I don't, I forgot. If you want to jump to the end, jump to the end. No, I forgot, keep talking. <sighs> I'll get there. Well, it, it, it's basically, we have a series of kind of, you know, scenes that of, of killing. Mm-hmm. Right? I know I'm going to listen back to this and be like, oh, you. Uh, forgot. <laughs> you're gonna fucking get it. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna get it. And Daniel Day Lewis is fucking hot on the trail uh-huh. in his wheelchair and his fucking. Oh, 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 oh! I got Act Three. I got. Okay, okay. I got it. Yeah, Daniel Day Lewis is almost like a Loomis. Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> That's who he plays in the movie. <laughs> Right, Officer yeah. Daniel Day Loomis. Well, he's so the, been he's been there for generations because the camp and and the surrounding areas have just yeah. been like a fucking breeding ground for like killings. So the, the climax of the movie is yeah. like like the slashes know that Daniel Day Lewis <laughs> has been keeping tabs on them. <laughs> yeah. So the ultimate after like right bu- right before the sacrifice, right before the big sacrifice, Wicker Man scene. That's right. Yeah. Um, does Wahlberg? Actually, this is the beginning of Act Three. Does Wahlberg say because they they they've maybe they had a they had a uh, I'm sorry. In my yeah, co- go ahead. My no, I, I'm, I'm holding on to the thought. They had a, uh, a a sacrifice, but they died or something like that. Okay. Or maybe Daniel Day Lewis saved her or something, or him or something like that. And then Wahlberg has to, in the final act, bringing us into the final act, he has to say, "I'll be the guy. I'll be your sacrifice." <laughs> but then they sacrifice Daniel Day Lewis. Ah, oh, come on, let me get there. Oh, <laughs> so 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 uh, so. All this shit happens in Act Two, where like Wahlberg is like he's trying to be a slasher, Goldblum and Pfeiffer. They're all like, "This is who you want to be with." To Zoe Deschanel, I was like, "I love her, mom and dad." So then Daniel, uh, so Goldblum goes to Wahlberg. He's like, "Son, if you uh, if you want to join my family, you're gonna have to do something. That's really uh, you have to kill Daniel Day Lewis." <laughs> <laughs> we really need him off our back, and oh, and, Ma- yeah. and Wahlberg's like, you mean kill the crippled guy? He's not doing anything. He's just okay, and then, okay. And so there's this thing where like Wahlberg is building it. He's doing the thing where he's talking to the mirror. He's like, you could do this, you could do this, you could kill the cripple. He's, he's, but, he's but only Goldblum's got to be like, please, please don't call him crippled. Yeah, it's definitely no, able. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to be mean, like politically correct still. So before, so yeah. there's got to be a scene where Wahlberg breaks into Daniel Day Lewis's house. <laughs> And Daniel Day Lewis is trying to defend himself as much as he can with his foot. With his foot, and Wahlberg is like, "Just, just, just stay still. I'm trying to kill you. I'm trying to. He just can't. I'm trying to but kill he you. He can. He gets away. So he fails trying to kill Daniel okay, Day Lewis. Perfect. Yeah. Good, and then good, good. Goldblum's like, "All right, you. Uh, we're gonna have to like uh, offer you um, as a sacrifice. Uh, um, um, uh, 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 yeah. Uh, and that's and that's when Zoe <laughs> so uh, uh, like, "I'm really be, sorry, um, it didn't uh, work you. out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. That, I'm sorry. I really liked you, but we're gonna have to kill you. Yeah. He blew it so bad that he's. I think he should offer it to do it himself. Yeah, yeah, Reluctantly, yeah. he's got to be like, "Look, honey, I love you." And but there's got to be like a, like a scene where like they're having a sentimental moment, and Mark and and, and, Go- and Jeff Goldblum just is like just in the middle of their sentimental speech that they're having with each other before he dies. He just <laughs> throws the steak. throws it. You know, he throws the uh, throws the steak like a, a like a Molotov cocktail on the fire, and he and Mark Wahlberg just starts being incinerated. <laughs> oh, so he's like burned alive yeah. mid speech, and he's just and. <laughs> And, and then he's gonna be like, "Well, I, I, I just wanted it to be over with with him." <laughs> and then he says to the door, "He's like, you, you can have like um, just to really, really sell." Daniel Day Lewis only drinks bottled water while he's up there, and maybe have something in the water that makes them all killers. That's why. That's why oh. Wahlberg. Oh comes yeah, around to, to their uh, way of thinking more easily because mm. he's drinking. Oh, the, water. the well water oh, was uh, the well from the lake. You think it was like? Well, wait, there's, wouldn't that make everyone water. else in the town killers too? Yeah, but maybe that... around the lake. Yeah, that's that's why that's why there's so much murder and killing around the lake. 
But do we want to kind of have that a, a reveal reason? and then and then kind of? Are you sure? You, are you sure you want to? I know because this whole concept's ridiculous. But like, are you sure you want to go that <laughs> route only because find the logic in this? Whole only because like, wouldn't it be a little bit? Wouldn't it be better if like the fan this was what the family's been doing for years and years, and it's like they just keep passing I this down? I think so. Yeah, I, I think and it's not the water because then you're getting a little cabin feverish, you know. And I think I I I think that Wahlberg has to live for the se- to, two sequels. No, no, little slashes. No, yeah, little slashes. Yeah, why, no. Why you this would be? You got to teach the kids how to kill. You're not making a franchise out of this, yes, man. We are, of why? course. We didn't get approved for Mr. Hollywood. Oh, boy. We didn't get approved for a franchise. And you can't kill this shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, th- I think I. We can't kill Wahlberg. He's got to live. You can then kill, he, but, but you're not going to kill the franchise. Yeah, you, in the second uh, Planet of the Apes, that didn't stop shit. Yeah, so we're gonna. Yeah, he tried to kill the franchise. Yeah, who Wahlberg? Oh, that's right. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's right. He tried to kill the <laughs> wait. Wahlberg tried to kill the franchise. No, no, no. Um, the original Wahlberg effectively did kill the franchise. <laughs> oh, he did. Yes, he did. true. We're yes. uh, talking about Heston, Charlton Heston. Heston. Yeah, he, he did not want to do a sequel, that's but he right. knew they were making it. So then he agreed to do it on the condition that he's only at the beginning and the end of the movie right. for the second one. And they blew and up the planet. Yeah, he blew up the planet. Yeah. So he thought by blowing up the planet, they can't possibly make a third one. <laughs> 20 movies later. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Here's where you're wrong. It's like what Harrison Ford's doing now. Just just fucking kill me, please. Yeah. In every movie. Just I'm going like, to kill off me. every character. I've he's going to die in Blade Runner, right? I'm pretty I sure he's, so. he's probably... Just kill my character. Yeah, that, he's just, give me the check and fucking kill me today, please. You're going to reboot God. regarding Henry? Are you crazy? <laughs> Let's kill Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Expected to happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna like every fucking franchisable character. Ryan so, Gosling and regarding uh, this is what, uh, my my reasoning for killing Mark Wahlberg is because I don't. I would you like want, everyone to die. Well, I also uh, it's also a funny way to die. It it's, is funny. It, it is, is hilarious. Funny. And, if you, and now I could see I could see it's Wes funny. Anderson being like, "We're gonna shoot this on a wide angle," and all of a sudden <laughs> it's just like it's, it goes from a medium to a wide, and all of a sudden Mark Wahlberg's on fire. It's a funny mm. visual, but I still think that we need to franchise it. I don't know. What? No, you're just you are so you're, you're, you're obsessed with the franchise right here. Wes Anderson is well known for having catastrophic things happen at the end oh. and then bringing that character right back again. So he'll be walking to the Wicker Man, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum throws the Malta cocktail, and then boom, and the next scene is Zoe's holding him wrapped up in, in really affected kind of bandages. Like he survives. <laughs> he survives the burning. Wait, can we do that? Holding his hand. All right, I, I, yeah? I, I, hold on. I have an idea. What if, taking Hamilton's idea of water, what if... Mark Wahlberg, in his like wanting to to be a better killer, stumbles upon like some sort of witch hermit in the woods, what? and he drinks some sort of elixir, so he can't die. Wow! He becomes like he becomes like a, J- a Jason Voorhees, like so he's burned up. That is yeah. Owen. Wil- that is Owen Wilson. Well, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> t- to add to that or to skew that, maybe he can like research the reason for the sacrifice, and he mm. finds a loophole. No, no, no what? No, why would you let him be smart? Let him just go into the woods, drink this concoction from this fucking witch in the woods yeah, that's so played random. by Owen. That is random. The whole thing's random. <laughs> no, it's not. It's we're, we're doing me- Wes thing, Anderson me movies thing. have random things in it. <laughs> All right, what about that giant tiger shark? Like, thing was I, enormous. I think he should find a loophole, and he said, "Well, look, we'll appease these gods, but I don't have to die." But I have to like you know. Oh, they're doing this for God, sacrifice to God. Whatever, I don't know. It's, it's a, always for a God. Yeah, whatever. It's, yeah, but I thought they were sacrificing for Slasher's sake. No, no, no. The, 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 Hamilton, no. what, what, what would the, what would the sacrifice be for? Cthulhu. I, I, 
I, I, I think they just like to burn people alive. Yeah, see? That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, just yeah. a random yeah. fucking... They're freaking they're, messed they're, up they're in the head. Killers. The whole family are killers, and you can have each one of the family members will have their own style of killing. That'd be based on a previous slasher. And I do like the idea oh, of okay. Wahlberg burning but not dying and becoming a Voorhees. Oh, no, no he could that? be like a Freddy Krueger. He could be oh, like a Freddy Krueger. Like a masked killer. Like he, no, no, he could like, be like fucked well, up charred. Yeah. Maybe, maybe during the entire movie, like we, like we go to like, uh, like that fucking scene from that Wolverine movie where like Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is in it. He's like, everyone's like trying to get him to shut up. Maybe, <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe Jeff, Gold, maybe Jeff Goldblum is just like, you really talk too much. Oh, I, I, and then and now he can't talk because now he's just like this fucking big brute, and, and now he's in the family. And he and he, oh, he's like five eight. I don't know well, how big a. Well, you know, you could you could cheat that with angles. <laughs> what they if, did with Cyclops? That's great. What what if they oh. did? What if they did this? What if they were like um like if from the beginning of the movie you set up this theme of them. Look, we're great at what we do, but we're missing something, you know, like they need like a and then when Mulberg becomes fucking horribly scarred, he puts a mask on and they're yeah. just all like That's ah, it. That's what it that's is. That's my son. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my boy. Yeah, yeah. It fucking ends with a big family photo. <laughs> I approve of this marriage. Yeah, that's, and then and then boom. And then roll did it. That's fucking, fucking done. Yeah, that works for me. <laughs> There's, I just want to propose one scene where um, Zoe Deschanel is going through like a family photo album, and it's all like these grotesque like murders and like <laughs> newspaper clippings of like people getting. And Zoe Deschanel is showing Mark Wahlberg like, yeah, and this is. Um, I was 13 when I had my first murder and showing like him all these <laughs> her like playing with people's blood. Yeah, like and like, the Wahlberg is like, oh, okay, wow, all right. <laughs> But this is but the sequel is Dashnell could be like, I blossomed early, you know, like most guys get freaked out when they hear about blood and women, but when I was eleven I killed my first hobo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. No. yeah it, should, it should be like the first fuck yeah, like yeah. she was a late bloomer or... Yeah. So but Wahlberg still doesn't know any of this until he gets up there with the family. Like so mm-hmm. if I if right. I was seeing this yeah. in a trailer, it would be like uh, Zoe Deschanel being like, "Well, my family's a little bit strange. I hope you get along with them." And like, and it's like that trailer just seems really normal, but it yeah. just gets weirder and weirder. Yeah, I th- it could play out like Get Out played because it mm-hmm. was so perfectly paced when they did that slow reveal. Except he wants to fit in, right? Oh yeah. man, so the, tra- to it. Dude, the trailer, the trailer yeah. copy was like, "This summer, don't get out, get in the family." <laughs> oh, <laughs> so we're gonna play it. We're gonna play flashers. Uh, they can have their day job can be a successful family like corporate business. So he wants to get in on the business, but he doesn't realize they what they do to they make they make beef jerky. They're all flashers. Yeah. And they kinda, yeah, they all have secret lives, but for the most part, they work in their corporate law firm or whatever. Yeah, and they're always saying shit like you know it's a cutthroat business, blah blah blah. Ah, and they're always saying shit like that. It's like it's so competitive, like you know you have to kill the competition and blah blah blah. Kill yeah. They'll say all those like you know corporate fucking mm-hmm. shit. There should know. be a scene. There should be a scene in the movie like Mark, well, Mark Wahlberg's like reading like the newspaper. The news comes on and like ju- the, just the night before, Jeff Goldman was like, "Man, I really want to kill that executive." Yeah. And all of a sudden he's right. dead, and he's just like, hey, "Isn't that guy you were talking <laughs> right, about?" And he's yeah. just like, "Yeah." And then the light, the light Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg opens the refrigerator, and the guy's just. Heads there. Heads in it That's next, like the first reveal. Next to eggs, like <laughs> just next to a cake or something. Like Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you of can course. have like Easter eggs, like like she's got dolls in her room, and you can have like all the murdering dolls, like oh, like Dolly versions. Dearest, uh, Chucky. <laughs> demonic toys yeah, like they're all just in there because it is Zoe oh, Deschanel yeah. she's gotta have a scene where she's playing the ukulele all quirky and uh, no please not she's no, sit- no, she has to. no she's sitting by the fire she and she's to. Just it's a Wes Anderson song. movie she's, she's not playing ukulele there's a ukulele scene 
No. But it starts by ukulele, then ends up with a Casio played by Mark Mothersbaugh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who's That's doing awesome. the score? That's, yes. Right. I, I'm actually into that. All right, fuck and, it. They don't use Devo people too much. A minimum of three kink songs per film yes, the as kinks. well. Yes, right. Of that's course. what I was trying to think of. Yeah, of course. And we're that's thinking 60s kinks, not not 70s. So we're yes. gonna we're gonna spend. Uh, Zoe's gonna cover a kink song. We're gonna spend like five. Uh, She's gonna sing Lola. A trillion dollars on the on the the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. a third of the so eleven billion. It's gonna, gonna be about a third of the of the budget. Yes, and definitely. then uh, Robert De Niro's cameo will be another. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's Robert De Niro doing again? He's gonna get fucking killed like a like a fucking chump, like the ultimate fucking chump. Okay. He's got. He's the, he's the he's the cop. He's the sheriff in the town, oh, and and yeah. he's and he's always arguing with Daniel Day Lewis because he's like, I don't believe you and your stories. Stop and- calling here. <laughs> I, I do, do want to see uh, Christopher Walken. In this movie, as as the witch. Oh my god! Oh, oh yeah. he'll be the witch right. that gives okay. the elixir. No, wait, didn't we do that with the the creature from the Black Lagoon remake with Dino? No, he wasn't a witch. No, he wasn't a witch. Wasn't though. he like no. some sort of shaman? No, no, he was the he was like the scientist that lives in the. Lagoon. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was like the 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 guy who lived. All right, so Christopher the... Walken plays the the witch. <laughs> sure, yeah, the female witch. I think I think um. If we have Bill Murray in there, can he, who was his character in Caddyshack? What was his fucking name? Carl. Yeah. <laughs> can Carl. he play him? Carl's the caretaker. He's on like the, the fucking caretaker. Yeah. Of the yeah. Little, little uh, throwback there. The cat that I had earlier is named Carl. Oh, oh perfect. Uh, okay, there we go. So that's that's Carl settled. Perkins. And and now Carl, we can fucking Carl finally kill um, Bill Murray. Bill Murray as yeah, Carl. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, Bill Murray can kind of be like um, like he was in Zombieland. Just, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You know, Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is Bill Murray like the caretaker of the property, and Mark Wahlberg is the only one who did kill? Like that's the only person he killed. He killed the caretaker <laughs> yeah, by mistake. He kills Bill Murray no, by no, mistake. No, Bill Murray is actually Bill Murray, but he's just going to the camp because they're, they're having a meatballs reunion. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and he just gets fucking killed. From the camp across the lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when Mark Wahlberg is trying to kill somebody, he like hits with like an axe, <laughs> then the axe head breaks off and just. Flies. Oh, no. An explosion happens, and it flies across the lake. And Bill Murray is standing there. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be accidental, like like the man. shark death, <laughs> like in Zombie Land, which was like like the shark death in the in the that uh, uh, Samuel Jackson. Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally like shocking that. out of nowhere. We gotta get these killers, slunk. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. We, we gotta, gotta get it. these sharks out of the motherfucking ocean. <laughs> this is um. This is. Meet the slashes. Or yeah, meet the slashers. Well, it's, sla- it it's slashers for the layman. Okay, so yes. meet the slashers. Are we okay with that title? Oh yes. yes. And not, you sure you don't want to do meet the parents meets? No, I'm really sure. I don't. We don't want to be that literal. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> I, I like the Wes Anderson spin better. All right, Wes Anderson's so it's meet the slashers. Di- di- written and directed by Wes Anderson, starring Mark Wahlberg, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, Zoe Deschanel, uh-huh. uh, Michelle, Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, Christopher Walken. We have uh, Bill, Murray. Bill Murray. Do we have De Niro is in there somewhere? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the sheriff. Oh, okay. and, and Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Day-Lewis. Day-Lewis. <laughs> Oh, wait, 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 wait. Where the fuck guy, is Daniel Can Day-Lewis. Ed Norton be like... Can <laughs> Ed, we didn't put Ed Norton in here. Where the fuck is Jason Schwartzman? Uh, you can't have everyone. Well, it's an extended uh, family. Anderson we could be here all week. If what, we, what if Ed Norton is the, bro- the, the brother that comes like halfway through the movie and he's like... Oh, he's the Owen, ex-boyfriend, Owen Wilson guy, maybe. 
He's the ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Wait, we didn't have a, Owen Wilson's not in the, the usual trips. No, no, Owen Wilson and Jason Schwartzman are in the basement sewn together. <laughs> ah, that's great. Yeah, that's perfect. That's great. That's they great. Cameo, My poor Clint ears Howard will. Around the corner and slams the door. <laughs> And they're all like, kept up like between like by this like terrible like all life these, support system. All like, these old Wes Anderson yeah, actors they're all are victims. 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 That's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yes. There we go. And Michelle Pfeiffer's Michelle Pfeiffer's sewing them all together. Yeah. <laughs> While they're alive, there's got to be a flashback. scene of that. Yeah. They they can be in like flashback scenes where they're telling the story about you know yes. Uncle Owen went out yeah. for a walk with the dog one day and then you yeah. Can have a- <laughs> Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody is a victim. And maybe 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 they could be like. Putting those body pieces together like in Blood Diner to like kind of like <laughs> yeah, as, yeah. A, as like a you know she well maybe they were trying to make a person for their daughter to marry <laughs> oh. but it didn't work oh yeah it didn't work okay, and, okay. but, but oh, they're her ex boyfriends okay so after Mark Wahlberg um, gets he gets pushed into the sacrificial fire then the the end scene like after the credits are done you can have like that little blank moment at the end and you can see the um, point of view dirt wipes away. And then Jeff Goldblum leans down. And he's like, "Oh well, hello." And then he, <laughs> I knew you'd be a good fit to the family. Then he pulls up. You can just see part of the body of Mark Wahlberg scarred up, which will lead into the sequel. Yes. yes. But you'll know that he's been burned, and, and he and he survived this somehow. But now he's like, oh. <laughs> he's just That's like a hiding madman. The sequel, <laughs> Little Slashers. <laughs> When she's and then she sh- she runs in. He's like, "I'm pregnant with twins." Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. of course. Little slashers, <laughs> and, then, and then we just then we just riff on like little slash A's. No, it's like it's meet the it's meet the Fockers, to, meet the parents too, meets the Adams family, and then <laughs> Adams family values. And then you just go into a weirder movie directed by Wes Anderson, and then they like, they all walk off they all walk off cool to like a David Bowie song. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. They're walking. They're walking down the street. Even Daniel Day Lewis is like rolling in. <laughs> It's like the the entire cat. It's, it's gonna alive. say it's gonna say meet the the the, the meet the slasher players, and then you're gonna <laughs> yeah. see Jeff Goldblum strutting. And we have like a fucking twenty minute, yeah, like fucking Bowie. Uh, okay, yeah, a Bowie's. sequence, a slow motion sequence. Yeah, introducing Queen the Bitch, the players, Queen Bitch, Queen that's bitch the, yeah. yeah, Queen Bitch. Yeah. All right, that's cool. it. That's meet the slashers. Holy shit! And Good that job. leads into our our sequel, the Little Slashes. Little Slashes. <laughs> <laughs> you can have, you can have just Clint Howard's face on children's bodies. Oh <laughs> God! Hey, you interviewed you interviewed Clint Howard too, right? You just did, right? Yeah. Oh my God, he's that's incredible. Professional man I've ever met in my life. Jeez, fantastic! He's a Howard. Those Howards are professionals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hamilton, uh, yo, you're gonna come upstairs and help us pitch this movie to Mr. Okay. Hollywood. Okay. So yeah. we're gonna bring the laptop up. The battery's about to die. So if it shuts off uh, halfway through the pitch, then it means we didn't get the movie. So oh no, basically that's what's going to happen. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. So oh. because we're not going to take it over if the battery dies, we're just going to figure it's it's done. <laughs> All right, sounds good, Hamilton. Let's charge it up, man. I want this to be made. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fine. I'll we'll charge. Just get it an extension cord that goes six hundred and sixty-six right, fours. That's fine. That's fine. We'll get the uh, yeah. We'll I'll, get the ten when, mile. Uh, when are we going to do a reboot of Quantum Leap? When's that happening? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've done that a hundred times. No, we no? we haven't remade Quantum Leap yet. Well, Hamilton, how can people find out more about what you do, like your your artwork, your events, all um, this stuff? Just uh, find find me. Uh, just go to Horror Hound TV, and you can see the, some of the interviews there. Um, if you do a search for uh, for me and Etsy, Mister Hamilton Art, 
on Etsy. Um, you can find me on Facebook. Hmm. Is that okay? Can, can, are you accepting friend requests? You're friends with everybody, so yes. I guess you just, you know. Somebody sends me a friend request, you know, send me a little note saying, hey, this is why I'm looking for you. There that, you go. Otherwise, I go, who the fuck is this creeper? Smart, mm-hmm. smart, because you know everybody, and, you know, you probably filtered out all the unwanted <laughs> so far. All right, Hamilton, I miss you, buddy. Yeah, Hamilton, we miss you, man. Thanks so much for doing too. this. Thank you, man. Thank you. All Thanks right. for coming. And uh, we're going to go out with uh, David Bowie's Queen Bitch. Playing now. Playing I'm pressing now. the button. Bing. We're yeah. going upstairs. Slow motion elevator ride up. <laughs> the slowest ever. <laughs> Put that Muzak on. 25-minute yeah. elevator ride. The Muzak yeah. version of David Bowie. <laughs> I wish right. they had that. Talk to you next Later, week. Later, Hamilton. Thanks Bye-bye. for listening. Bye. You've been listening to the Pitch It Movie Podcast. If you like what you've heard, do us a favor and subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or on your favorite podcast app. And please, don't forget to leave us a comment, too. Listen and subscribe to the Pitch It Movie Podcast on your favorite podcast app to automatically get the latest episodes every week for free.